the journalists were asking the same stupid question to the finalists. Were like, oh, so like, were you nervous? <laughs> yeah, and because they're journalists. And all the sports <laughs> people, they were like, they were like, oh no, man, I was excited. Yeah. And then he thought about it. It was like actually, that's the same thing. Body-wise, is the same thing. It's just wow. the label we put on it. Yeah. And then he said, if you change the words you put. You know, he said, for instance, he's got like or fear of flying in a plane. Sure. And he's like, well, next time I'm in a plane, when there's turbulence, instead of being like, oh, well, you know, this is a bit scary. It's like, ooh, this is a bit exciting. Yeah. yeah and yeah. just changing the word changes your relationship to the experience because bodily, mm. it's, it's the same thing. It's just a qualifier that you put on. It's just on a label. Yeah. We made a good one at lunch. Swilence. Swilence. Sw Swiss silence. Oh, yes. It's like a specific you're, you're, you're kind yeah, of like yeah, deft, yeah, yeah. You're describing tone. eight years of marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, learned, I learned an important term. It's called overdub. Can you fucking wait? Please. This is my scam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's an... Uh, 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 DJ Khaled! <laughs> Yo! I'm gonna just do radio voice straight <laughs> Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fight Night. <laughs> In the right hand corner, we have Harry weighing in exactly two pounds. Yeah, no. Welcome back to the XYZ podcast. I'm your boy, Dean Aya. Hey. <laughs> I'm here with Harry Fox. What up? Okay, hey, dude. <laughs> and Christian Breaker. G'day. Cool, I'm just going straight into guest vibes today. Very special person here on the podcast. Dear friend of mine, uh, we met a long time ago. Her name is Anne. Hello. Hey, Anne, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Hi. Just well, uh, put the mic right up there. Yeah, you got to. Don't forget. You want it in your, in your face. In my face. Yeah. Also known as Bubble Yoga on Instagram. Yeah, we're going to do all the plugs and stuff. And But can I just say, Anne's been a fan. It, like, actually, I think... Because you wrote a comment on Instagram a, a long time ago saying these guys talk a lot of shit, but sometimes they say profound things. And I felt I've used that really as validation the for the bullshit we're doing <laughs> here for a long time. That was a... I stand by my words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> can we... Can, can, yeah, anyone listening, could you just uh, maybe make that statement official? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> like I started listening to the podcast because... Uh, my man Dean was on <laughs> it. I wanted to be supportive. And then actually I liked it. So I kept listening. And it's true. I, I like the like surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, um, I do like how you guys uh, keep like the humor and the comedian vibe. But then there's always like an underlying of um, seriousness in it. When you talk about mental health or when you talk of, actually, I think my favorite episode was the one like, what is love recently? What is yeah, love? I like oh. that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. You find out how broken we all are. That's, uh, <laughs> no, but I think there's a lot of um, truth in what you guys say, and I think it's relatable. Okay. I like how Harry brings on guests just and to I hear like the them. man perspective hey. on things. Well, oh, no, okay. Harry brings on guests just to hear how good he is. He's like, oh, really? Tell me no, more. No, because <laughs> it's, it's on the, actually, we just learned the word. What was it? Grog, grog fear. Grog fear. Uh, this feeling you get when you wake up and you have a hangover and you feel bad about what you said. I get that every time I do this podcast. There, there's there's another version and of that. It's called Grog Horrors, which I think is more... Grog Horrors. Grog Horrors. Yeah, I think I get Grog Horrors. Uh, <laughs> more like yeah. I've often thought about like the future because we've recorded almost 50 episodes. Awesome. 
but I imagine like maybe one day I have kids and they kind of find out about this, you know. It's like that would be so cool. So, yeah. It's a like shortcut to daddy's life. Harry <laughs> and I are You're in this understand comfortable. You're going to a lot of things. Uh, Harry and I are in a comfortable position where Harry's children already gave up on, on <laughs> Harry's dreams. <laughs> exactly. And I know that I can't have children. So this is, it's a beautiful point. <laughs> no, you guys are lucky. They've listened. And uh, I don't know. I think it's like, it's real. That's what matters. Because teenagers, at least, younger kids, it's going to ruin them forever. For sure. But teenagers appreciate honesty more than more than adults, I think. Yeah, like, but the Gen Z generation like they have everything recorded the most embarrassing moments like i get to go back and just look at dumb facebook statuses where i was like live life everybody have a great day caps lock small letter. 2009 caps lock, small letter. yeah 2009 <laughs> like that's the only thing i have back then kids these days are like you know dog face filters and stupid tiktok dances that they have and to even regret. stuff maybe their parents posted without them knowing yeah like a baby account i think there's gonna be a lot oh of my god that. Yeah. so so you remember having like these photo albums at home, right? So your yeah. parents would take all these fucking stupid baby pictures of you most likely being naked in a bathtub at one point. So with your cousin. A, yeah, so yeah, always with something your cousin. super fucked up. Um, now that shit makes it straight onto the internet. Yeah, straight to it's Instagram. It's really bad. Yeah. So do you have any social media issues of this kind, Aaron? I don't think so. Because well, I'm Gen Y, so... Okay. Uh, <laughs> What about too old for that? But what about what about yoga headstands? <laughs> oh, is yes. there a yoga headstand on your social media? Of I happen course. to know there is. I think actually I had to laugh one day really hard listening to you guys because you were talking about I think typical pictures you find on Tinder. Oh, yeah, 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 and you guys were talking about girls in headstand <laughs> and people on top of mountains. Yeah, like <laughs> you have all of you that. did a headstand <laughs> on a mountain. I do headstands <laughs> on top of mountains. That's my thing. You're <laughs> You're like an apex predator. That's uh, <laughs> how does uh, it feel being a cliche? <laughs> yeah, maybe one of them made it to my tune. A, a, fr a, a friend of mine posted this picture the other day where she goes like, remember when every picture was a split jump? It's like you just oh, jump yeah. in the air and it's split. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> group, the group jumping pictures. Yes. Oh, the, uh, man. Uh, what are you signaling, Harry? Just, just Put it in your mouth, Dad. God exactly. damn it. <laughs> But I think you got a valid excuse because you are actually a yoga instructor. Yeah. So can we talk about Lululemon? Um, <laughs> How much what? time do you got? Controversy. What is, what is Lululemon? What? Harry? Really? Yeah. Is this a question? Yes. Um, Lululemon is the Abercrombie and Fitch in the yoga scene. That's a it, good... It, that's yeah. a really good um, resume. Yeah. But there's no six packs. or There's... Well... Oh, it's no, like it's uh, it's very thin legs. Sure. <laughs> uh, Do you know about the story of like the CEO of Lululemon? Yeah, he's a predator, right? Really? Yeah, I mean, even worse than that. Like at some point, there was a big problem because some uh, customer were complaining because um, their pants were like see-through. Oh. Or um, you were getting a bit like camel toe, stuff like that. And his statement to that was that our pants are not made for fat girls. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Shit. But, but the Abercrombie guy said something very similar. True. It, it, was a, it was a sizing thing. And he's just like, well, we just don't do double XL. It's like, that's, we, don't, we don't produce T-shirts for fat bastards. Fuck. Fair yeah. enough, I guess. You, you know what's funny? Like with the whole social media thing as well, and they're always listening at Lululemon. Anne and I were having a phone conversation one time and we we're talking about yoga and like uh, the inclusiveness of it. And we were talking about how there's no space for old people 
you know, to come and like join yoga so much. Like it's a bit strange. I swear to God, the next day and since then, I've had this old lady on YouTube, like a YouTube ad. Some people say I'm too old for yoga. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, that she's doing so a whole yoga thing. I'm like, this wow. is sexy. But <laughs> I think she's wearing Lululemon as well. And I could see her camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind of camel toe. Uh, <laughs> just, no, I'm not going to do it. Let's just stop there with the metaphor. Thank you very much. 1906. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because uh, of my history in advertising, I learned a lot about Lululemon. So they don't have a marketing budget. They've never put money towards advertising. No, right? but they have ambassadors. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a word of mouth ambassador. Thing. But how does that work? They choose the prettiest people like Anne and then, you know, get them to wear. Did, did you get toes. money from Lululemon? No, I'm actually kind of anti Lululemon. Nice. <laughs> okay. This is, this I don't wear clothes while doing yoga. Do you? <laughs> is that is that because you, you train the larger ladies? Because I? You train the larger ladies, you instruct. I was also in disbelief there. there. No, I do actually, I'm very attached to yoga for all. So that's one of my like campaigns of um, wanting to make. Everyone feel welcome. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so that's why, for instance, I don't really stand by the values of Lululemon. Uh, but yeah, the way they work is like basically they would get someone with a social media following um, as an ambassador and then you go teach classes for free at their shop, which brings clients. And then you get free clothes in exchange. Yeah, I guess it's um, the most superficial way to do things. But let's give context then because like we're just yeah. diving in. So and again, it's like, People who like it, good for you. It's just not my thing. Yeah, whatever. If you want to be a fucking sheep to this system and buy a Lululemon, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, but Anne, okay. Tell us a little bit about your backstory. I think we've just dived straight in. We got a yoga teacher friend on the cast today. <laughs> we are getting so fit here right now just by you being here is like, I feel improving our well-being. I, I feel like I have to adjust my posture just by purely exactly. sitting. I'm going to put my legs behind my head real quick. Cross my legs quickly. I'm just taking notes on you guys now. Oh, no, Jesus. You, you see a lot of tight hips. I can tell you that. I teach bankers, so. Oh, yeah, it's very tight wow. hips. The yeah. most yeah. inflexible people on the mm. planet. Yeah, they're Re Really awesome stiff though. upper lips as well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. so sorry. That'd be a good name for a yoga club. <laughs> Stiff, Stiff upper, upper lips. <laughs> yoga. Yeah. No, that's a gay club in Zurich. Oh. Okay. Hey, that'll be fun too. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so you're a yoga teacher. I'm gonna just let you give a little bit of your history now, please. Thank you. Oh, okay. Ending the sentence right. on like thank you basically means you have the Your next turn. twenty minutes. So you go <laughs> spotlight. <laughs> which <laughs> hospital were you born in, and at what time? <laughs> 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 Tell us more about the larger women. <laughs> so sorry. No, I, no. So it is. I mean, there's a funny thing because. I was not always a yoga teacher. And I think when you talk about changing your career, people think like, you know, the story goes like, oh, she was in corporate for 10 years and then boom, she <laughs> dropped everything and became a yoga teacher. Went to Bali and found God or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I always say like, well, it looks good on a bio, but it's not exactly how life happens. And um, so, yeah, I was in corporate for 10 years. I was doing marketing for a high-tech company. Um, you can say... Unless you want to slate them for being dickheads. No, there was a bunch. I was at Motorola for a bit, and um, oh, okay. when they yeah, were still making really cool phones. <laughs> uh, and then I was I was uh, working for a really cool French uh, high tech company. It's called Parrot, and they're 
were known for inventing the first drones. Like wow. Consumer drones. Oh. Yeah. That you pilot with like your phone and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing is, I, I actually, I liked my job a lot. And I was traveling uh, around the world and, you know, working on really cool products. It had this like startup vibe, um, grew with the company. So that was actually good. Um, good times in corporate. Well, and and yeah. you and you had the the frequent flyer bonus. We learned on because <laughs> you came to talk to I us on the, the clubhouse. Card, yeah. yeah, very nice. So, <laughs> is there any like uh, strange stories about how people have used the paradrone? Like, uh, did you ever hear like I don't know, like a drug delivery in a Mexican prison? No, uh, there was a story once I think in Japan where somebody landed a drone on the roof of the Emperor. Palace. Oh. Palace. Yeah, oh. something like that. Sounds like a James but Bond. But the funny thing is that because it was the beginning of drones, there was all these conversations going with like the regulations around it because mm. like yeah. the FIA didn't really know what to do about it. So yeah. um, it was actually interesting times. And people were worried about like uh, privacy and... Yeah, all the care and It was funny, like all the questions boots. we got were always like, but what if someone comes to you like, film me when I'm in my garden in my yeah. bikini? And I was like... How many good neighbors do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Harry, it's tell like us all of a sudden, everybody had like <laughs> acute neighbors they wanted to spy on. It was like, really? I would, yeah, it sounds fun. <laughs> it's not the most subtle way to spy having a loud fucking right? drone. You have experience. The you know that what? was the PR end. Exactly. You know what the you know what the subtle way is of spying on neighbors? Tell me. Okay. Telescopes. That's the New York thing, isn't it? Like every single oh, house yeah. in, in Manhattan has like a telescope in yeah. the living room. It's just like, let's just purr from that lady with the double Ds on the Ooh. 32nd floor. You seem to know a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> Very, that was weirdly specific. This is how comedy works. <laughs> okay. So, so, you, so you had Motorola, you had the flip phone, it, the, flip, the flip phone that could bend. You saw, you saw the drone that could levitate and then you were like, yoga was that <laughs> no actually i started with yoga um when i was living in australia and was having like crazy time at work and over there it's like everyone's doing yoga like you just walk in the streets and you people are carrying in, yoga mats you did live in melbourne right yeah i was yeah, living yeah. in melbourne yeah. and so i started to go there like once a week twice a week five times a week <laughs> <laughs> and that was like my sort of stressful use i would go to yoga come back to work <laughs> Like fly your drone, no crazy corporate life. Um, So yeah, and then it was just like yeah, starting to have a transition time where. What year was this? What what are we talking? We're talking two thousand. I think I moved to Australia two thousand twelve. Right. And then actually, I I dropped corporate twenty fifteen. That's why it was not like. I like that drop corporate. This is interesting though because like um, Melbourne, right around. 2010 it, it maybe a little bit before that it started this whole vegetarian thing yeah and and um this this yoga thing became it became a lifestyle totally similar to like sydney or any other of those cities with like the the, the beaches with the surf and stuff like that and suddenly melbourne became the city with the most vegetarian restaurants at one point yeah totally uh-huh. and but you would see everyone at yoga like there was as yeah. many dudes as there were girls it was like same in the teachers it was really something that's cool. common everyone was doing actually a lot of dudes were doing it as like 
Injury recovery from surfing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play, yeah that's playing like playing <laughs> football on the weekend and then go to a little bit of light stretching. Dude, dude, that's yeah, actually Australia. the Melbourne football team was doing yoga too. Yeah. As the part dudes, of their training. Yeah. Do the dudes tend to be at the back of the class? Oh, no. Front row, shirtless. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. but Harry, they, they're all like fit bastards. Oh, so okay. So, <laughs> so they were there There's, a, there's a lot of six packs happening. To be looked yeah. at. Yeah. Okay, they don't yeah. have to worry. They get sponsored by Lululemon. You can see their camel toe, you know. Lululemon is such a... Actually, there they call it Lulu. They oh, call it Lulu. <laughs> Lulu, eh? Rot. Rot. <laughs> Too long. Um, but yeah. It does sound like a, a make of was this sanitary towel. Was uh, this your first, your first moment of doing yoga? Have you done yoga before that? Actually, I had. And funnily enough, it was because my company back in Paris, I was living in Paris, I was the headquarter of the company. They were actually paying for yoga classes at lunch. For their employees. Wow. That's how I found That's very about progressive. Yoga, right? yeah. yeah. Please don't and please don't riot. Here's some <laughs> free yoga classes. So that's how I started. <laughs> D- don't uh, kidnap yeah. the manager. Yeah. The HR department yeah. clearly didn't think this through that this was gonna cause people to transcend to a new plane of existence. Yeah, well I'm not like, sure that not that affected that many people <laughs> in the company. Oh okay. Harry is on a mission to use the word trans in some shape or form yeah. on every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tra- <laughs> That's funny. Transcending. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> talk, talk about no. You're thinking about trans ending, no, no. which is not the same <laughs> same type of thing. Um, okay. okay, I gotta admit something real quick. Like, um, you know, I was a little bit ignorant when it came to yoga, meditating, all that stuff, until I developed serious mental illness. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I was a bit of a skeptic. Like from the outside view, it looks like a gentrification of white women who enjoy Starbucks and yoga on a Wednesday and you know yeah. push their prams it's and jog. It's either Chardonnay or yoga. Both, yeah, both yeah. of them can be yeah. a little bit sour. It's depending. yoga with beer or what, like <laughs> with a, with a champagne. Beer, yoga. Yeah, exactly. You know, it just sounds fucking dumb. There's goat yoga. I want to, you know, censor myself. <laughs> Go goat yoga. Where it's you thing. check this shit out. Where they just sit on your back? Yeah. I what? They what? put you in a yoga pose and they put a baby goat on you. It's crazy. I'm going to just Google that. Also I'm happens with rabbits, I think. Rabbit yoga? Yeah. Rabbit. Oh, I can see a rabbit, but goats are little fuckheads. I tell you, it's a wow. thing. That's funny. Okay. But yeah, what, what I mean is like, uh, so then after kind of looking at it, I've been to some of your classes too and diving into the world of, you know, trying to meditate. Harry's showing us a picture of a goat on some lady's back right now. <laughs> That's yeah. We have to put that on our Instagram. Goat. Yeah. That's goat. heaps fucked up. Put it on now, Harry. Uh, <laughs> just hashtag goat yoga. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Totally but, out of yeah, context. Put it, put it in a story. <laughs> put there hashtag Lululemon goat camel no, toe or something. At, oh. at Lululemon. At Lululemon, <laughs> hashtag goat yoga. All yeah. right, we'll do it. The XYZ podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay, yeah, but I've learned a lot about, because like, for example, Idol Russell Brand started doing Kundalini yoga, you know, and learning about kind of like all the, the history, a little bit behind it and everything. Um, amazing. The one thing I've learned and tried as well, which I recommend highly, is finding that like Nirvana moment. And I'd love to hear what you have to say about this, Anne. But w- okay, so... Kundalini yoga and people saying, oh, you reach a new level of enlightenment and you feel at peace, blah, blah. Well, I, whenever I saw that, I was like, shut the fuck up. What the hell are you talking about? And like seeing some Indian guru on the river and his eyes are rolling back. I was like, this guy's just on drugs, you know, whatever. But I remember there's two instances in my life where trying to practice this yoga with a YouTube video, I did kind of hit that nirvana moment. And it was the most amazing revelation I've ever had in my life. Like 
my essence of consciousness, whatever, sank down into something where my identity and ego disappeared and everything felt connected and I felt true peace for a bit. And also I felt like I'd just done some heroin or something. It was amazing. <laughs> So it was the most like music in my ears, yeah. And, yeah. and then you took the LSD out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Then I <laughs> no, but I'm being for real. Like uh, it was probably the most grounding, amazing moment ever. Okay, thanks guys for listening to no, that. that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, that, that's fascinating. Sure. <laughs> no, but that, that is true. And ultimately, um, I think that's a bit what's happened to me because you know I would go to yoga, you know, x amount of time. And first it was for the physical side of it, and because it was taking me out of work, just like people go running or something, and and when you start doing it regularly, you do start to get this question of like, what is it about this sport that feels different than other things? Because you do feel a bit different. You can't really explain it, but there's like a different feeling to it. Mm. And what I started to realize is whichever state I was entering the yoga class, angry, happy, sad, um, stressed, whatever. Morning, whatever. I would, yeah, even that. Um, I would feel better leaving. Mm. So if I was angry, I would feel more calm. If I was even happy, I would feel just content. If I was sad, I would have maybe released. So there was just a level of it always feels better afterwards. Mm. And so at some point, it just brings curiosity, makes you ask questions. And that's where I think I started to um, question things about my life. Um, and, you know, because on paper, I had a dream job. I was living in a great place. I was paid to travel. You know, it's kind of like... <laughs> this, is, this is as good as it can be. Yes, exactly. You just threw a shock us, which is awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And it was just like... Um, but then you start to, you know, yeah, question things about, do I really feel imbalanced? Do I, you know, you need to pack for your next business trip. And uh, I don't know if you've had that, Christian, as well. Like, And then you're like... I don't really want to go to Tokyo tomorrow. Uh, uh, yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, it's not like so you're becoming so a prick, hard. but you're just like. It's the moment when London becomes a little bit tedious. You know what I mean? It's just like Jesus. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, I mean, like another suitcase, yeah, another yeah, airplane, yeah, yeah, yeah. another. You know, and you're I mean, just like business oh. travel. You're on robot mode. The yeah, whole time and you don't have a like, social life and all that. So, hell. isn't this not as good as it looks on paper? Maybe. Okay. And then, <laughs> you know, it was just like, I liked my job. I loved the company it was with. I was working with great people. But um, it just became, um, you know, I started to realize, for instance, you know, you go to like weddings or something and you meet people you don't know. First thing they talk about, what do you do? And I was not so excited anymore to tell people what I did. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, it's, oh. it's not really relevant what I do. It's like, it doesn't tell you much about me. You, you, you went for mystery. No. <laughs> No, but you know, it's like, I, I bend see, regularly. I could see the difference of, first I was excited, just, oh, you know, you know, we're doing these drones and it's completely new and we're doing this and that. And then she was like, oh, yeah, what I do is like, yeah, we do headphones and stuff. Drone. They're good headphones, but... Uh, I, I find this a fascinating question because we are as much excited as we are bored with that question. Like, you, you're, you kind of want to ask the question because you want to give that other person latitude, right? So you basically want to give them a chance to portray themselves probably in the best light but most people are boring fucks and this is how that conversation usually goes holy shit man no they are seriously it's like yeah so i work in regulatory management or whatever uh, bullshit it's like uh you work what for pricks with calculators jesus christ like, this is a guy from the banking industry <laughs> no but you know it's like if people love their job at the bank that's great yeah. but then uh, that's why typically i've changed you know from asking people like oh what do you do as a job 
You know, you mm. can ask other questions. You're just yeah, like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and why are you Hi, here? Nice to meet you. <laughs> you no, but you know, it's like, where are you, you know, really like, from? You know, what interests <laughs> you? Who inspires you? And then you say, is your job relevant to who you are? It depends. Right. Sex work, for example. That part. <laughs> yeah, you have to bring your whole body to that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But that's, sorry, Harry, that's really interesting. Uh, go for it, dude. No, it's very true because, I mean, I mean, for me, the thing, I always tell people now in Zurich that I do comedy because you, not not as a dick move, but just because it's a way more interesting. People light, light up. You go, because if I go, I work in IT, uh, they go, uh, and they're analyzing my net worth or whatever they're doing. Uh-huh. And if you go comedy, it's like, oh. Yeah, and <laughs> that's fascinating that you say that because um, saying that you do comedy it takes away all the qualifiers. So um, your salary, no one knows how <laughs> yeah, much you make. Assume you're yeah, exactly. yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're most likely unemployed. That's basically what that means. But th- anything, anything around these qualifiers is completely gone. Yeah. Is in in the in the bank you, you do these things. This is why people invented these fucking levels. It's like I'm a director, I'm an executive uh, director, uh, I'm a managing director. It's like, <laughs> I'm a tier two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's just oh, so your Porsche might be slightly shinier than mine. You Ooh. know, it's just. I mean, the thing, and the thing is, in a certain way, like all this corporate, like if you, I guess, if, you, if you're doing a marketing campaign, like the peak is like it's a great campaign, great traffic, whatever. And there's a there's a there's a satisfaction out of that imperfectionism, but no one at the end of it, like I've done things in in the product space where where like the thing we achieved and the work we put in, we pulled off something awesome, but then at the end of it, no one gives a shit. Yeah, and that's and a bit the, the feeling that I had actually. I was like, what do I do? I actually I trying to convince you to buy a pair of like five hundred dollars headphones. I was like, they're good headphones, but mm-hmm. Did and you then f- Apple came around and opted that to seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but so that was you know that was like the moment where you start to be like, mm. why but am I not excited to talk about the thing I do all day long, yeah. every day? Okay, but here's a question: Do you think that so you were a successful marketing manager, like you reached the level you went, you were ambitious, you wanted, you got to where you wanted to be, yeah, and then mm-hmm. you had that. This isn't what I wanted. Actually, the transition came because I was actually offered um, like a bigger job. Like I was offered like the best marketing job in the company. They were like, can you become marketing director of All America? Our first female oh marketer. We have such an overachiever like here. Mad women. And they were trying to <laughs> sell me on like, you know, it's the biggest team. It's the biggest revenue. It's the biggest salary, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the dream job. This is what you've been working for for 10 years. And that's a job you can't. Refuse, and I was like, "Did you start me. calling <laughs> yourself Dory Draper?" I'm sorry, I'm, I'm what not that? I don't know. Mad that women, this Mad Women is a series that needs to happen. It's got to have the cast of Ghostbusters three, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> some yeah, large female comedians doing uh, Mad Women. But, but no, but actually, it was like being offered like the dream job and realizing I was not excited uh, because you like you're just thinking about the stress and the, what it's going to cost you and your yeah, and you know they were selling me on um, the biggest budget, the biggest salary, the biggest, and at no point they told me why they wanted to work with me. Oh. Well, was this a company or an agency? That was the same company was I was in. Company. They wanted to like right. promote oh, it was me. Just right, right, right. You'd hit all the metrics, and they were like exactly. You, and the VP was like, 
what job do you want? <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Is that open board? Your job, bastard. <laughs> okay, get before we here. get into the, the transition that you keep talking about, <laughs> transitions. You love it. Were you also, in terms of your personality, were you, were you becoming like, uh, who is it that... Uh, the devil wears Prada. Were you becoming oh, this kind of a, a person? No. Were you a, were you a, were you like intimidating? To were you screaming at people? Did you have interns you made suffer? Is that Lululemon? No, <laughs> I was I was traveling in business class with my hoodie, mm. looking like a teenager. That's cool. Okay, that's, that's actually pretty dope. So yeah. you, you were always rock and roll, yeah. basically. <laughs> no, but you know, basically, it just started to just bring questions in, and you're like, I'm sh- I should be like super excited about this mm. job opportunity, yeah. and I'm not. And they're like living, you know, yeah. offering me the dream, and I'm just like, mm. that's inc- and I'm not being like, you know. Like a pretentious. Yeah, yeah. You it was just like, I don't, I don't want to. You yeah. realize that I the dream more. was not your dream. Yeah, exactly. And it was just this society thing of success. Yeah. yeah. And being like, this is what the next step is supposed to be, right? That's, a, that's and, a, um, incredibly inspiring. Yeah. And actually, then I went into like a massive um, disillusion with uh, HR because I turned down the job and I said, no, I'm happy to stay here in Australia. I haven't finished what I started here. And then the six uh, packs at yoga are hard to like. They became really um, resentful of me turning down the job. Really? What? Yeah. I mean, you can imagine like VP, HR, 45 year old white man. (laughs) (laughs) Say louder. Turned down very 26. You know, they were like, what? But couldn't you come up with a nice weak excuse? I just feel I'm not ready yet or something like this. No, I just told them I didn't want to. Because because within corporations, you've always got to play the game. No, but this is the one moment where you don't want to downplay. Mm. This is the one moment where you don't want to downplay. Yeah. When you reject an offer, that's the one moment not to be humble. Seriously, because this, this, is, what, this is what they do, right? Because you, you said before, they give you um, a pile of shiny things. Yeah. And in, in terms of corporate speak, this is the dream, right? So you, you're basically offered something. You might have actually invested years of your life in this particular company, and they would always have that little carrot that kind of drives you, and you, you give more, and you go on that next trip, and you do this other hour on a Friday, even though everyone else is out drinking. And now they think, okay, she's done enough. Now let's give her the shiny things. And yep. all you do is just wipe it off the table and go like, well, not that interested. Exactly. And, and now so they have nothing to do. That was an interesting an existential because, crisis in well, actually, you're going to like that story. I, so I turned from like being the like marketing golden girl of the company <laughs> to then they try to like fuck my contract over and, you know, push like, because I was supposed to renew my contract in Australia and they try to fuck me over. And then I realized, I was like, you know what, actually, I don't. I'm not going to fight for a contract I don't want. Yeah. Um, and then side note, my boss at the time in Australia was awesome. Still is my mentor, amazing leader. Uh, and he completely got it. And he was like, these people don't know how to talk to you. Yeah. They're talking to you like corporate success. They don't talk to you people. Yeah. Which is and so thing. he knew I was never going to take the other job because he was like, they don't know how to talk to you. Um, and then I told him, I was like, look, I'm not going to let you down. But my time in the company is coming down. And what I wanted to, because I'm sure you guys see that a lot, you know people who are like on the down road in their job? (laughs) 
And yeah. I've seen people that were staying too long. I think you got three of them. Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, and so what I wanted is, I was like, I don't want to wait till I hate my job to leave it. Because I've seen some people that, you know, they arrive at work in the morning and before they've even put their bag down, they're like, oh my God, you, did you see that email? I was like, hi. <laughs> oh, Jesus, so, yeah, so you yeah. wanted to do the Michael Jordan thing. You I wanted, wanted to, to leave, leave the on a, on a high note. When I still note. liked my job. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I was like, you know what? I, I don't need to leave tomorrow. Um, I asked my boss, I was like, how long do you need me to stay? Because I'm not going to let you down. And you tell me, three months, six months, whatever that is. We find replacement, we make it work for you. And then I'm out. I like your professional tone. You got like a different tone to you. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Boss, man, if you want me to stay for three months, so true, so true. Then yeah, because you. I have <laughs> high respect for my mentor. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay, so th th you, you said before that changing your lifestyle or changing your life from corporate took a bunch of years. So this whole process took what, half a year? No, so this, I don't know, actually. When you start to have... Something also very important on the journey was I was doing like a yoga challenge at some point at the studio I was at and we had some reflective questions. How many goats can you put on your back? <laughs> <laughs> can you do the stand? Oh, no, so no, we no. had some questions to reflect on in meditation and some questions were also linked to money. And like, what's your relationship to money? Is money like the root of all evil or is it freedom? And, and I had not very absent relationship really thought about this stuff before. Uh-huh. And then realizing, like, actually, I don't care as much. You know, it's like this sort of ingrained level of success, which is equivalent to your level of salary. I was like, I, it doesn't yeah, it's, connect it's, it's, for it's me. Life, life is like Super Mario Bros. It's how many gold coins you swallow. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. And then when yeah. someone asks you, like, what do you think? Like, when nobody's watching, what do you actually think of it? And you're like, I, I'm okay with what I have. Mm-hmm. And that started to shift, I think. When you realize, actually, I can do pretty good with it. I don't need the bigger salary. I don't, you that know. That freaks people out. It's it actually does. This is the moment where people get freaked out. It's not, it's not necessarily you rejecting something. It's showing content for the situation that you're in. That's the thing. Like, based on what Krishna's saying, like, this is one of the most scary parts of everyone's existence. Living in fear and safety of these, like, you know, good jobs and cushy existence. Like, one of the hardest things is to like have that self value, realize that you don't have passion when you wake up in the morning. You go, oh, I have to fucking do this. And you do that forever. Yeah. That, I, like that from myself a couple of years ago sent me into a dark place as well. You know, when it, you wake it, up, it like I'd rather do anything else. Yeah. And also, like, I had like really, um, I had like big hobbies. I mean, still have, you know, I do paragliding. And at the time I was surfing. And these stuff, you don't do them like on the Saturday afternoon at three o'clock, right? You do them when the wind is good, when the uh -huh. swell is good. And then I was stuck in the office on uh -huh. the good days. Ah. And then on weekends, on my holidays, no flying, no surfing. And I was like crying all yeah. day. You look out the window. Feeling like, like my holidays were ruined <laughs> when I had my buddies flying on like on a Tuesday <sighs> afternoon. And that where I felt like I'm busting my ass off mm. to pay for these holidays that I don't enjoy because... Yeah. It's the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This to me yeah, is, but this is absolutely very, fascinating. Uh, this is very point break. And I just <laughs> this is how they interrupt the conversation. You know, this is very something. <laughs> you know, you know, that movie with Keanu Reeves yeah. that they remade, you were living a point break lifestyle. You were dreaming of that perfect wave that you could just, and all that perfect, perfect. That's a weird, yeah, which is like reference. getting like flying pictures for my 
Buddy, so I'm like, I'm stuck in an office. Why is Anne gliding how, on her chair? How can office? you live? How can you live in the city of Zurich now, where everything is turbo organized, but you basically go by the uh, by the dynamic of the ocean? Is th- th- I don't live in Zurich. Uh, <laughs> ah, boom, boom. All right, that's how. This is why I live I'm in happy. Appenzell. <laughs> you live in Appenzell. I live you know, close to Appenzell. Yeah, very, very far away from an ocean. Very, very. <laughs> no, but like I live close to the mountains. Yeah, true. So I can see the mountains. You're still from flying. Home. You're yeah, still flying still now. Flying, yeah. Nice. That's how she got here today. <laughs> can, 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 can I do? <laughs> can I do a little side note? Um, I did a surfing class in Byron Bay, um, as you do as, as, a, as yeah. a white Swiss guy, and um, the <laughs> one thing that I struggled with. Um, my my uh, surf coach, his name is Gaz Gary. Um, he's, oh, uh, Jesus! He's a really really cool dude, um, fat bastard as well. I couldn't, I didn't know how he got up on a board, but he regularly did. And he's um, been doing yoga, that's <laughs> most likely. He was very subtle, <laughs> um, supple that I was. Um, he he said to me at one point, I think it was like day three of like ten days of intense surfing classes. He just said. Dude, you have to chill out. The ocean comes to you. You Ooh. don't go to the ocean. Oh. And this was a very profound moment where oh it's God. just like you have to wait for <laughs> for for the <laughs> wave to catch. That's you. actually how Dean approaches yeah, women. It's my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing this weird like body movement. I'm like, <laughs> go uh, with the wave. Hey, just wait for the waves to come. <laughs> no pun intended. I actually wrote a blog on like surfing meditation. You're giving away your age now. Diaries. Did I? I wrote oh, yeah, yeah, you wrote a blog, so <laughs> that makes no, sense. Okay. 95. Let me correct that. Yeah. I wrote a blog post. I didn't have a whole blog. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better. Is it better if I say I wrote was an article? Was it? Was it? <laughs> yeah. There we go. You didn't, do you have it listed on Muckrack? Was it on Lululemon? It's on my website. Like, <laughs> the, sorry. <laughs> Just you making wrote. sure I never get a Lululemon ambassador deal. And Fuck and you, and Lululemon. And a little bit of content marketing never hurt. Hashtag Lululemon sucks. I know, I, know a guy, I know a guy in Indonesia that can produce some really nice linen. So That's where it's all made anyway. Yeah, that's, you know? that's actually true, yeah. Uh, okay, so, and you woke up, no passion for your job. You got offered all the golden riches you could ask for, and you were like, it doesn't mean nothing to me. Fuck the corporate life. One of the most brave and amazing things you've I, I, I admire it. I admire it. So the funny thing it. is like, so it came at the breaking point from this contra- con- conflict because I felt I was fighting for something I didn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so- Also my relationships. Ah, <laughs> just I was, uh, I actually woke up when I was in Switzerland because I was back and forth at the time. <laughs> so working really early to be on Aussie time. And I just woke up in the morning and I called, um, I called the VP, I called the HR, I called <laughs> my boss and I was like, I quit. And then, nice. um, How'd you like, <laughs> then, um, my partner at the time woke up maybe like eight o'clock. He was like, how's it going? I was like, good, I just quit my job. And I was so Whoa. calm. Yeah. I was, at that time, I was like, Fuck it yeah. feels so, so right. So you were on a, on a, like a breakup vibe. Did you look at him and like, maybe it's time you go. As well. <laughs> <laughs> if I start changing one I mean, thing I'm in my life, nothing. why not, sh- why, why not change <laughs> all the pans in my it, kitchen? It's funny. Like, don't you think there is a, there is a similarity between quitting a job and breaking up with someone? Like it's true. It's like this is how yoga teachers break up with their boyfriends. Breathe in. I'm you. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're single. Inhale the good memories. Inhale. Exhale the bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
Oh God! Oh yes, oh, that, this is beautiful. That would be fantastic guided our, meditation, like breakup guided meditation. Our next Patreon episode is think a guided of, meditation for think breakups. Think of all the good uh, times we had together and watch them drift away. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never have a goat on your back again. <laughs> you guys really love that goat yoga thing, huh? I love uh, it. I put it's it on Instagram. Made day. I think it's it'll make really me disturbing. happy. I found the most appropriate goat yoga picture I could find. I'm glad we can so. show our people. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Okay, wait, let me see that. <gasps> okay. Oh, my God, you did tag Lululemon. Yeah, yeah, we got to Good. Hashtag camel. Shout out to Lululemon. I Dude, know you're Why is it? Out. Okay, we're going to post that. It's on our, on our Instagram right now. There's a goat. There's a lady, a, a woman doing a bridge. And there's a goat inspecting and a goat on her, her stomach and, <laughs> and looking at that camel toe thinking, what is Lululemon thinking? Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay, okay, but now, okay. So, yeah, the fun part, though, was that then it was like a whole bunch of HR bullshit because they tried to screw me over and because um, they really thought I had a job somewhere else. And I, d I was lying, you know, it's like people... Typical corporate culture. It's like, where yeah. are you going? You don't want to say. Yeah. I was like, guys, I really have nothing planned. Yeah, because they offered you all the riches. This is exactly it. The, the, there is no, there is no comprehension of like, you might have made a decision else than yeah the capital that they give you. And that was really interesting because even my boss at the time, he felt like a failure because he was like. You're the only person like leaving on your own decision. <laughs> That's so <laughs> fucked up. Nobody does that. Even that statement is fucked up. Even that statement is fucked up. And no, but he, he was really disturbed that I was. He was kind of like I didn't. I wasn't able to convince you to stay. Basically, so for yeah. him it was yeah, failure. He, yeah. yeah. And I explained to him at the time. I was like, actually, it's the complete opposite because working specifically with him in the last years in the company, I was like, I gained the confidence that I can, the knowledge and the experience that I can, I didn't know at all what I was going to do. I had no plan. Um, I just knew it was probably going to be something like self-employed. Yeah. Um, I was not a yoga teacher certified at the time. So it was just completely like jumping into the unknown. But I, I told him, I was like, I feel not confident that I can actually fly with my own wings. Like I don't need like the corporate <laughs> ship behind me. Yeah. And it's like, that's freaking success you as a manager. A, you strap a drone on your back. Do, do you it's, crazy. Like, it's like that I don't feel like I need the structure of the corporate behind me. And then he was like, oh, I didn't think about it this way. And I was like, you're a freaking good manager. If you let me to believe in myself that I can actually leave this structure. <laughs> that's actually rare. Too well. It's I, amazing. I, as, right? a, as a manager, that's a rare that's leadership. Thing. That's proper leadership. Another yeah. win for the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just I convincing these that. ladies to just, no, the corporate, yeah, I mean, you could do so much more than corporate. <laughs> now, the thing, the funny thing about <laughs> this is, uh, like, like you, some years back, I was working with a, yeah, working at a Swisscom company. There was a uh, manager there. I remember this this conversation I had with him. He's like, he was talking about someone that he'd kind of gone, grown up with in Swisscom, who was super successful and then went on, it was like, yeah, she went to India and she like I don't know what she yeah. did and like then the she monk quit who her sold job. their Ferrari type thing. But the th but the way he put it was just like yeah, fucking idiot. And uh, and there's such a stigma attached to this stuff. It's like you are not allowed to look round the corner of the matrix. Like, yeah. Like I I can imagine the things that they've said about you that yeah, yeah that and like. I don't know what happened. Do, do she you just know went, she just went crazy? Yeah. Do you know a guy called Chase Shetty? Yeah. 
you you know whom I'm talking about? Yeah, he was uh, like a monk. Yeah, he, yeah, <coughs> exactly. Um, he 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 was a monk for a few years. He was an investment banker before. Right, that. that's true. And he, he was in London, an investment banker in London, and he went for one year in in an in an abbey or well. He he did four in the end, but I think he. he oh yeah! Initially, he went he for like a short retreat or something. And everyone in corporate life, London, basically went. You will never find a job again. You. Yeah. This is the this is the thing and that now people he's tell. Ultra successful now. Yeah, 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 incredibly successful. But you know, that's the funny thing, and that's why I still have like the highest respect for my mentor because still to this day, he's kind of like my business advisor now. And every time oh, he wow. talks about like. I to, I go to him to talk about my small <laughs> business. He always talks with like we, yeah. as if ah, like he's because part he feels yeah. involved in it. Yeah, um, Dean and, and me he's are been having a moment, right? Really, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a moment on my own, and Harry's just watching me. <laughs> I what was going to say uh, you got fired for fucking your boss. Tell us the <laughs> truth, man. <laughs> HR's like you can't do that. I don't know. Okay, not no, that joking, kind of We don't want to put in, in some companies. They actually like that in this relationship. That uh, is so what? cool. That yeah, he, that that's he does that. Turbo so fucked up, but there yeah. is some companies that. So you, you, yeah. anyway. you, you, you bounce ideas <laughs> off him. He gives you like, yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. That's yeah, when I feel stuck, I can always call him. Sparring uh, partner. It's amazing, and my little victory. I have to say, although it's a little, you know petty i guess but it's like when i when i did my uh, farewell uh thing in the headquarter <laughs> i i did this little speech about success and how you know it's like oh. um to me leaving and feeling empowered to do my own thing was actually success although it might not um be defined as such in the corporate world and the hr director was here yeah. And he came to me at the end of the speech, like straight away, because I think he felt a bit like you shit about him. himself. Good, yeah. He was crying. Oh no my way! Yes. And oh. then that was the little moment of victory oh. because everyone came to me afterwards at the bar, and he was like, "What did you tell him that the guy <laughs> was tearing up?" You made yeah. HR like, people have feelings. I told wow. to him <laughs> about is. like the reality of being human. You reached him on a oh. deeper level, yeah. exactly. And he tried to kind of make amends, and I was like, "Too late, get the fuck is out of here." Is this with your conscience, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. okay, so uh, let, let's go. Let's go back to the situation anyway. So you you've made the decision. Yeah, you're moving out of corporate. What's the plan? What 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 is your what, so, what is um, your mind? <laughs> that's why I didn't go as planned. So, no, the thing is that I really didn't know what to do. I had no plan, but I had trust, and that was also the interesting part because you talk to people like, "Oh yeah, I quit my job." I'm like, "But what are you gonna do?" Mm. And people project their fears the on big you. Question. Yes, and I'm like, but I was very confident oh, saying, "I don't know," but I know that I will know. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, then what I did not plan was that I had a burnout after quitting my job. Ooh. Because that suddenly, because that suddenly you had time for yourself. Uh, all caught up with you. I actually called it the have to syndrome. Maybe you guys can relate to that because I know you guys talk about um, this stuff too. I have um, to do this podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, it's like I was like busting my ass off for 10 years. I started working quite young, actually. And at 10, at <laughs> you were in marketing as a 10 year old. <laughs> no, I started working at 20 actually. And so, so you've 10 years of flat, uh, just like full stuff. on. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then all of a sudden I stopped 
And it's as if like the whole yeah. pressure of the 10 years can came like hit me in the face. Yeah. And I <sighs> called it the have to syndrome because it felt like, you know, for these years it was like, okay, I have to finish this presentation. I have to get mm. this flight. I have to go to yoga. I have to call my mom. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do that. And then when it stopped, anything that felt like I had to, was too much. My body was like, no, no, yeah, no more. And even if it was like, I have to get out of bed, yeah. Yeah. I have to get a shower, yeah. I have to buy food, and I was just Ugh. like, no. And I was like, pretty much stuck in my bed for four months or something. Wow. Although I was like unemployed, I had a little bit of side money. Arrived in Switzerland in the summer, I could have been flying all the time, and I was like stuck in bed, yeah. crying for random reasons. Oh, that sounds fun. So that was fun. Yeah. Mental illness but is real, people. No, but that's not mental. I, this, to me, is not mental illness. It is. No. Of course it is. No, it's not mental What illness. is it then, Boomer? This is, this is a consequence of a bullshit lifestyle that we've constructed for yeah, ourselves. Yeah, that's called mental illness. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It's called, oh, it, it's, like, it's like being a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. So Celia, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is for you, dude. This is for you. Celia said this the other day, a friend of mine. She said, mental illness is a sane response to an insane system. Ooh. Yes. Profoundness for Anne. That's a beautiful, that's, that's exactly, this is, right? This yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. We, we are full of rich magnet philosophy in this episode. But it's amazing. But the, so the funny thing is, we, I've talked about this before. So I had a burnout while working. <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, I can see this affects you, Harry. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. You get like, you get this like look back about how much contact. The thing that freaked me out about it, I didn't have these types of symptoms, like. But to me, the the, it was much more like a taste of what it's like to be retired, and that was fucking terrifying. Jesus Christ, because you hadn't realized how much your job gives you purpose and meaning and whatever. True. There's an element also of it, which is all of a sudden you feel you're not contributing to society. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then and you're like, well, who am I if I'm not... I'm not pulling my weight. Yeah, and I don't yeah. have a business card. Yeah, well, this is fascinating because the business card is identity. Yeah. So, But then you when you're so attached to this, because, you know, yeah, you meet people and they're like, what do you do? And you're like... That I'm an international marketing manager. And and then all of a sudden you're bitches. not this oh, anymore. Like, yeah. And that brings Indian questions and you feel like... And also, you know, for me, there was a bunch of other things, you know, being like, but are people still going to like me? Because, you know, maybe they like me because of, you know, the successful... Did, did you ever go to a dinner party with someone that was unemployed? Yeah. Do, do, do you remember the conversations around the table that happened? Because that it's person, it's so it, it be, even up to the point of payment, everything becomes a little bit more. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, oh, maybe we should pay for you because you're not making money anymore. Like these sort of conversations. Oh, because now, it, but it's, it's what we do as humans. You, all these qualifiers are gone. Yeah. You, and you it's are like completely outside of the system. You're, 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 you're basically, you popped the pill and you're now outside <laughs> of the yeah. matrix. I've had, I've had this once because uh, there was time I lived in Munich and I quit one job and I had good money to wait to spend six months not working. A friend of mine did the same. And we used to go to parties and people would go, so what do you do? And we just go... Oh, we're unemployed. <laughs> and, and we that fucks with it. people's brains. It fucking really messes with the people. The tone messes with people. Yeah, but when you say it with confidence, yeah. like you just said, like for me, people ask me, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then everyone's like, like freaking out. <gasps> what but do you mean you don't know? <laughs> but if you allow even, even a little bit 
of like, well, you know, I don't know yet. And then everyone goes like and gives you advice, right? Yeah. This is the go-to. It's just like, well, you know, Follow maybe. your passion. <laughs> yes, fuck but off. This, but this is a thing. Well, I did cunts. Yeah. So. I mean, you mentioned the what is love episode before. This is another of these things where society puts massive pressure on you to follow a certain path. And when you stop, not, when you check out the game, you yeah. just... It, like you some can't people, do that. You can't do that. Some people mm. get get really angry almost because they like, know inherently because they project their own fears. Yeah, and they project their own like, how would I feel or what would my life be if I would do this? And yeah. I mean, side note, I have to say this: I was also lucky to have a supportive family, who was totally on board. Now you're just bragging with the decision. No, but that's important <laughs> too because okay. I remember even my grandma telling me at the time she was like. You know, girl, if you ever have a chance to start up your own business, that's the best adventure you can go on. Mm. Wow. Where, and she you know, went through the like, 60s. <laughs> I mean, my grandma is like my absolute, you know, she's turning 95 soon. Actually doing so her So she went through the 40s. <laughs> doing her yoga every week. She's a freaking rock star. I like her already. But um, addicted to her iPad. She might listen to that <laughs> podcast. <so. laughs> While getting like, like Tinder messages, basically. Like, sorry. She's, it's she's like software. Grand she's like the bomb. <laughs> High grand, sorry. But, but side note, it, it's also really helpful in this time to have people that can understand and support the decision and not project their fears on you. Like, oh, but, mm. you know, what is my kid going to do? Like, are you going to be okay? And they're like, you're going to be okay. Like, you're, you know, yeah. you're um, creative, you're smart, you're, yeah. you're find your way. Um, right before this, I want to talk about like your passion because we've talked enough fucking corporate bullshit in the system yeah. and stuff. I want to hear about what you love doing and the yoga you do and all that. But real quick, okay. yeah, because time is short. But um, yeah, real quick, I'm, like there's so many stigmas and like fears and society has constructed these ideas and stuff that are taboo and you can't really talk about it. So I love that we are talking about these. There are other things apart from the system, people. Actually, like, actually uh, let me finish my point, you fucking dickhead. Well, Jesus there, Christ. You're dragging it out. Yes, yeah, it's all about fucking <laughs> Harry today. <laughs> okay, let me I've been keeping my mouth shut, bitch. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. I'm wow. using bitch a lot because my you daughter my that. daughter started doing it. I like when you say I th use bitch and then daughter in the same sentence. Exactly. Even though she keeps she's calling can, everyone. Can she's allowed to call people bitch. Can we have a supercut of Harry saying bitch and daughter in the same sentence? Yeah, this is gonna be our new intro. DJ bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So like, you know, I think the more we talk about it, the better it is for people to kind of break those ideas and systems. Like last night I was doing a, the comedy show and you know, the, my kind of normal life and depression and stuff. I'm used to it now. I've talked about it, experienced it, and it's become normalized. But saying it out loud in front of people kind of like shocks them. Like when you're saying, I quit. Yeah. yeah. You know, I go, I'm fucking depressed and I'm antidepressants. And people are like, oh. What? Even about the burnout. I've had so many people yeah. like, oh, but you're strong. Yeah, just uh, smile more. Yeah. Yeah, because and like you came across as like a confident person. I was like, so? Yeah, because yeah. Mental, mental illness, mental illness, I you can, can do say it. the word, yeah. um, mental <laughs> illness is considered a weakness, which yeah. is fascinating because cancer isn't considered a weakness. Cancer is considered cancer. It is to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why we've optimized like coronavirus. We've optimized so like don't let the virus spread. But if you want to kill yourself, we're fine with that. Like that's yeah. basically how we've handled this virus. Yeah. And we've made huge numbers of people like massively depressed. But but I think the thing the thing to me actually at this age is that hearing this stuff is is in a way I don't know maybe it's just me or where I am in life it's just like how could people not see this it to me it's actually shocking 
now you're reminding me of stuff I haven't heard for a long time because like comedians aren't like this, the type of people I hang out with. But these these people are like, oh, you had a burnout. Like that's unimaginable. It's like how how narrow is your life that you even that you your idea of what a human being is is like your performance or your KPIs or whatever. And and it's in, in like in retrospect, and I remember being kind of in that when you're younger, you don't see the full picture, but now it's just like, of course, I remember being annoyed with guys that reduced their workload. It's it's a fascinating yeah. thing that happens in Switzerland. <laughs> you work eighty percent. They they went to eighty percent or something oh, like asshole. that. And wait, I wait, always wait. thought you are a fucking douchebag. You are you. You're basically forsaking me doing my job. Yeah, by not rocking up on Fridays. Yeah, yeah but but the, I've got a flip side. Is like while I'm all very pro this. On the other hand, is people that tell me they're working on their work life balance, and I've had this conversation with expats, and they're it's a Swiss problem. There are a lot of young Swiss people, and I've ranted about this before. Whose view on life is like. I just oh, need I to like, you talk like this. And no, but the thing is, the point is, is you also need in life a talent, a thing that you're so good oh, okay. at, and you're passionate yeah, about. Yeah, we get that it. That you work, that you you uh, like up till thirty, focus on that shit, become yeah. really good at it. Yeah, it will take yeah. you places. Actually, it's for That's the crazy. success thing you're talking about. Is it to get to a level where you can go? I'm a success. Oh, and it wasn't what I thought it would be. That's an important moment in life, I think. Like, success is a wonderful thing because it shows you how the whole thing is meaningless. I mean, if I can, like, jump through into, like, yoga philosophy, because there's actually way more to yoga than, like, the dancing on a yoga mat. There's an element of the <laughs> yoga philosophy. Yeah, just call it that. Uh, there's an element of the yoga philosophy which we call tapas. And it's that sense no, of that's like... that's a Spanish meal. Discipline. I know you're going to yeah. say that. Yeah, it's like, we also... You know, it's, it's exactly... It's just like the capacity to kind of go through the fire and to have a sense of discipline. And it's seen as like a quality. Now, should you burn from it? Probably not. <laughs> but ah. it is something to be... Co- you know, the capacity to kind of like... Yeah, go through the fire like stress makes stronger. They're, or they're yeah, just like a sense of being able to show up yeah. and do the hard things. Sometimes you know it's just like, mm. but I think the way that we have it in um, society today is just like success has been such so defined for us. Yeah, yeah. That we're just like in a hamster wheel. What What was the point where after sleeping in bed for four months? <laughs> Uh-huh. You decided to go like, actually, I can bend wait, over and wait, touch my teeth again. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, well, not, I'm not going to ask the question. <laughs> my toes, what was going on in that bed for four months, And My God. We didn't have... Well, it was A lot of crying. 2015. Was net, did you have Netflix? No. Oh, my was God. Was Netflix a thing then? I don't know. No. I don't want to talk about this. Can Dude, I? Yeah, I'm very yeah, excited for this. And I'm going to make this bring this podcast was, alone. No, you want to go fucking... Did we back then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, carry on. And tell us about your passion. What do you love about yoga? Why do you do it? Why would you recommend it? Do I have to get Starbucks before each class? Please explain. Okay, so um, the Not way that Starbucks, I it gives ugly farts. Yeah, I don't think Starbucks is associated. I don't know yoga gentrification, so whatever. Um, no. So usually, what I say is like, yoga teacher is the label that people understand. They have an image of what that is. Um, <laughs> Headstand on a mountain. <laughs> but I've. <laughs> 
I actually, if I say, if I describe what I do, I feel like I create space for people so they can be like the better version of themselves. Like an upgrade, software upgrade. Not an upgrade, just accessing who you are. The inner, the inner self. Yeah. Which and is so I feel like yoga creates that space. Mm, mm. Um, because like I said, I'm very attached to the yoga room being a very, and I'm not saying this from like a hippie deeper place, but I really believe it that um, I believe it's for everyone. Uh, everyone <laughs> can do yoga. Included, Harry. Larger women included, men included, and I would love to hear you guys on that. Um, people with injuries, people that are older, I think it, it can benefit everyone. Um, and I think it gives you a moment where, uh, for me, yoga is like truth. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it makes you come back to yourself and you can't, you can't really bullshit yourself. Can, you can, I, can I put my colleagues on the spot here? Yes. Okay. Can I just say one thing? Cause I don't, that I call you colleagues you as well. What if you change it to, it makes you a freer version of yourself? Cause the word better is, is one of these like. P positive negative True. dividers yeah. maybe a freer version okay go ahead I've, never, I've never seen you that self-aware yeah especially with podcast. language <laughs> this, this one moment harry i'm gonna isolate and cherish this we're gonna make it yeah. it's harry harry being aware of of the language he uses yeah just let me say one thing he very quickly transition no, into no, wait, another christian i'm getting to this so I would really like to do a podcast recording whilst doing yoga. <laughs> uh, do you I don't, just want to hear people breathing? I, I don't know. How, no, no, no. Not people. <gasps> us three. I'm in. Harry farted. We, yeah, go, we go for a yoga class. We go for a yoga class. And we, uh, we, do, we record before. We record a little bit during. And we record oh, after. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. You know what I love is I teach today. So that's why I say like yoga teacher is the label, but I actually do a bunch of stuff. Like yeah. I teach your traditional dancing on the mat yoga class, but I also work for corporate. I work for uh, teenagers and boarding school at university. Oh, wow. Um, I have like mindfulness programs at university, which is super interesting working with young adults uh. um, and <laughs> that are about to get to the world and are disillusioned. Uh. And um, but giving them a sense of like why get up in the morning um mm. but what i love is for instance you know i actually really like walking into a room that i'm not really um like people are not so excited you know i feel like i teach a yoga class in a yoga studio you get a bit of people are gonna be fine you know they made it to the yoga studio sounds like the comedy clubs exactly <laughs> but i love for instance just like a month ago or something i was teaching for like a leadership team of a, a software company actually um, on their like uh, quarterly meeting, you know, the typical end of March, all the, you know, bonuses get calculated. Mid-age white man uh, <laughs> doing their like quarter um, meeting. And I love coming well, to that I can when... Um, I can imagine the pushback is quite heavy. They don't wait for me. They're kind of skeptical. And that's kind of my favorite crowd. Just having the chance, just like I teach at the Credit Suisse for years now, um, and just break them it, no but it's just wonderful because you you know i always <laughs> like you don't need to believe me i always tell my students like that don't trust anything i say oh. have the experience and then make up your own opinion okay. and i have so much trust 
for this practice. Yeah. Beyond just the dancing on the mat, but also like with the breathing, the impact on the nervous system. I'm like a total nerd and I've studied the impact on the just like physical body as well, nervous system and all that. And just be like, don't believe me. Come and do it. Have your own experience. Make your own opinion. That is a great. And then we talk about it. It's a great pickup line. Um, right there. Okay. Have your own experience. Don't yes. test it out. Test it out. Yeah, exactly. Pay don't, me next time. Don't believe a word I say. Just make your own Just experience. Just try it out. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a great opener. But typically you come in and, you know, people are kind of joking and they're like, ooh, you're going to do yoga and yoga, who's going to be uh, bendy. But there's a shift. Float. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After I, an hour. I so what, what, is it, what, what did you take away from this? It's usually the fat guy that's bendier than the thin guy, right? That can happen, actually. Harry, um, Christian's trying to say he's really bendy. Yeah, yeah, I'm really bendy. I like the... <laughs> and then you do these, like, 14-year-old teenagers, and they're, they're, like, exhausted after two minutes. Okay, yeah. like you're there's a moment of enlightenment with the Credit Suisse yoga guy. He's, like, lying there, bending over, feeling the inside, and he just starts crying. He's like, oh, I really shouldn't fuck people Jesus over. Christ, he doesn't say anything. That. I love my Credit Suisse students. They're awesome. Uh, like but imagine, imagine that, that Credit Suisse, through all the troubles that they're going right now, you sent them all to yoga classes, and everyone Designs. Uh, yeah, that would be okay. That would be perfection. <laughs> that would break Switzerland, dude. I don't know. Oh, what you're oh, oh, no, but oh, ultimately, oh. my goal is just like, look, compared to maybe like what my corporate job was before, where you like you say, okay, you have a marketing campaign, you get figures and stuff. Cool, I guess. Um, is it? I get to come home in the evening and I think, if I could make a difference in one person feeling a bit better about themselves, you succeeded. Freaking success. Yeah. Okay. And that's what yeah, makes that's me get up in yeah, the morning okay, without an alarm. I'm like yeah, exactly. bang on that's my that's desk why at I do seven o'clock. Oh. So right. I can, I, so yeah. I can make no, but laugh. I'm sure that's the same feeling. You come home after a comedy club and you're like, the I brought a little bit of joy to people oh. today. Well, no, I mean, a lot of it's like ego, but the greatest feeling is when you, there's, I've seen it maybe three times where we did a show and at the end of the show, the crowd is on this high, like everyone's grinning. Yeah. There's this, just this excitement and and probably everyone's going to get laid when they go home. But it's like that vibe. It's like they've reached, something's been unlocked in their humanity. And, yeah. that, that's, and you can see that. Just yeah. like Dean, the state you were describing, you know, at the end of the yoga class where you feel like you've reached nirvana nirvana we call it samadhi samadhi uh, samadhi um samadhi ka uh, sorry you see it <laughs> in like people's rice. eyes at yeah. the end of and for me it's just like you can see it i can go to bed now like i've done my day yeah you've done good. your job yeah I've, yeah i've been to your yoga classes and they were truly amazing it definitely sparked off my journey into the meditation field i'm just too lazy to bend because i can't <laughs> um but where where can people find you? Uh, I know it's a bit of a tough time lockdown stuff, but please plug all your Instagram. How can I see you doing a headstand on a mountain? Please tell us all of that information now. Right. So <laughs> I, I teach online at the moment, like cool. a lot of people do. So you can join from anywhere. Um, and otherwise, I have my yoga studio in St. Gallen. It's called Bubble Yoga. There's an amazing team there as well. And... Um, and yes, I, like I say, I also love to do corporate programs. Um, one thing that I took from my burnout is I actually specialized in stress management and burnout prevention. So I actually wow. do seminars for companies and programs of mindfulness. A lot of that going around right for now. For companies. And uh, yeah, that's the part of maybe my job that is not so much on the forefront and doesn't stick to the yoga teacher label. But yeah. I actually love doing this. I a work more. a lot with... Um, 
companies and bringing more mindfulness um, into the workplace. Yeah. Um, so uh, we so can find you on Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Bubble Yoga. At Bubble um, Yoga. At Bubble yoga bubble dot yoga, yoga. <laughs> uh, would you have a website, the website is bubble yoga.ch bubble yoga.ch uh, and uh yeah and i'm also a training teacher which is something i love more and more is the education part because yeah. i think but there's something you love you need to share it's so i'm so very passionate about educating people so first of all let's just get behind the curtains <laughs> these guys are like all about the one hour episodes now so we have to keep it short <sighs> And and Christian's got to go somewhere, but I want like okay, we've done the the career transformation. I would love to get you back to talk about the yoga. Maybe we do a yoga session. Let, let's do a yoga session. I would love that. There's a ton of stuff there that you. I mean, just having this conversation, there's a ton of stuff that yeah, a lot deeper. Yeah, Harry, do you feel like about. you're opening up? No, the thing is, I, I've got my own little yoga story, and there's some. I'm fascinated by. <laughs> Harry's some very tense he today. Said. He is. He needs a yeah. good yoga class. <laughs> I think that's what we got to do. You either need a good wank or just sitting in a, in, in folded legs for a little bit. Either way, I, ideally like both at the same time. Like, <laughs> no, funny. but you know why I love this idea because, like I said, I think it was very strange for me coming from Australia, where I saw so many men doing yoga, and it was totally a thing. To coming to Switzerland and barely seeing any guys doing yoga. And I've actually asked some friends, even who are teachers now, I was like, have you ever felt like you were in a yoga room and you didn't belong? Mm. And, and they were like, oh, 100%. And for me... That was new. That was new. Yeah. And that really bothered me. Yeah. And because I'm like, actually, yoga was invented by men. <laughs> because yeah, these like, ladies are making it? us feel bad because they're like, Yo, you're looking at my ass. Exactly. And, and so I love to break down though. the stigma around men doing <laughs> yoga because I think it's um, it's like stupid. Cool guys. It, it I mean, I was I'd love to get you ass, guys' impression yeah, yeah. on it as but well. I felt bad being called out. We do this. We go and we do, do a yoga, yoga together. We're going to do a yoga cast. And thank you so much for coming. A few plugs. A few plugs. Uh, who's got plugs? Are we gonna I got uh, plugs. I got plugs. This is coming out on Tuesday. plugs as well. 29th of April, motherfuckers. Ooh. We are back on stage at Comedy House. Um, Comedy yeah. Swiss Ooh. presenting. Ooh. And uh, Benjamin De La Haye is hosting. Shout out, um, Inshallah. Um, uh, hopefully, I'll be joining that show, doing a little show in Zug. We're not if, you're in, if you're in Zug, uh, there'll be a show on Tuesday at the Theater, Theater Casino. So the and day this comes out. Gina, you got any? Yeah, May 4th, I'm in Basel. Uh, doing a show there run by the uh, Comedy Night Zurich. Uh, Ahmed Vilge is doing it. Um, interestingly, I'll have a vaccine that day, so I'll probably be like feverish and, and sweating. Wait, wait, can I? Is this the right button? Can we hit the the big announcement time? Go! Oh, oh go oh, for it, Harry! Do it! Oh, I'm excited. It. Go! On the what day is it? Twenty first of May. Wait, let me hit the button again. Yeah, go! We're doing an XYZ live show. We're gonna, we've got no idea what the fuck we're doing, but we're going to plan gonna it. it. We're going to advertise the shit out of it. We'll announce so, all of it. Details soon. Block your calendars. 21st of May. That is what day of the week is that? Is it Friday. Friday. That is a Friday. It's a Friday. At Comedy House, at motherfuckers. Comedy House. It's going to be awesome. It's gonna we, there are no excuses. Put it in your calendar now. Yeah. And we'll figure bring it out. Bring your grandmothers. Later. Bring your friends. It's going to be a fucking whale of a time. Ticket link will be online soon. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you so we much for you. having Woo. me. Give us a yoga saying. Namaste. 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 Namaste.
Can I confess something? Quick. Yes. I think I'm probably the only listener who goes all the way to the end of the episodes because I love the theme hey. song. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'll play it now. We got something special for Boop. you now. Namaste. <laughs> 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 It's really like...